Apple released the public beta of iOS 14 and iPad OS 14 last week. We'll talk about our experiences with the new operating systems on this episode of the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola here with Jason Cross. Hello. And Michael Simon. Hello. iOS 14, iPad OS 14. Uh, the Never heard public of them. Betas. Let me tell you all about them. It's these new <laughs> operating systems that Apple has released for their mobile devices. They introduced them during WWDC. Now the public betas are available and we've been trying them out. I know Jason has actually been using mm-hmm. the beta since the developer beta came out, but now the public beta has been out. So that means if you're not a developer, you can get the beta. You have to join the beta program if you're interested. We'll have a link on our website and if you if you there, are interested in doing that. There's still no public beta for, for Big Sur, right? Not yet. That's still I not keep, out? Yeah. It's not out keep yet. Checking. And as we're recording this, I keep checking the public beta yeah. yeah, and then uh, what about WatchOS? That yeah, was watch also... isn't isn't available yet. Either. That's not available. That right. was a surprise that they offered it at all. So yeah, I'm that's not new. Totally surprised that they are delaying it a bit, or it's not delaying it, but staggering it a bit. I'm still waiting to install it. <laughs> My iPhone is stuck on update requested. Still, even after it's been it's been that way for a week, right, Room? <laughs> for a whole week. <laughs> Jason and Mike have been using it, so we thought we'd talk about experiences with the new operating systems what you like what you not don't like and where to start i guess to start with the immediate thing you encounter when you boot your iphone is the new home screen or the new things you can do with the home screen. well yeah you don't really see yeah. anything different unless you want there to be something different right you can make it yeah. different uh, so, if you if you swipe over to that today view the, the left the screen to the left of your home screens that'll look different right away because the it's a new f- format for widgets and there's different widgets available and stuff so the default widgets they stick there those will look different other than that yeah you have to start making making yeah. a new home screen <laughs> yeah it's a very deliberate process where you know apple could have just gone the android route and said all right all your apps are here now and you know you can start moving dragging them out and that's not how this is. It's it's you you know you're going to be you're going to have all of your same home screens, and you're going to have to do some housework to get things to the way you want them to be in iOS yeah. 14. Some of it's fun, some of it's frustrating, but it, it's going to take a little bit of time spending some time with it to get it to you know to where you're really happy with it. Once you dive into the settings of the home screen, there's actually a lot that you can do now. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's no more, you know, everybody knows what the home screen is now and there are a lot of frustrations with it, but you can do a whole lot with it now. Like yeah, it's can, a cool thing. I, I, I suspect there are going to be a lot of people who are just going to leave things the way they are. We've, mm-hmm. you know, people have been using this now for over Because they're just used to it. Yeah, muscle memory is a big thing on these phones and, you know, maybe they'll get rid of a couple of deep pages that they have, but I think for the most part, there are going to be, you know, a lot of people that, look at it and say, hey, you know what, I'm just going to leave it the way they, the, the way it is. But if you do, you know, take that plunge, because it, it is very different. And if you want it to, if, if you want to try it all out, I mean, Apple's, it, it's, the way they've done it is very smart. And I can see, you know, this is a starting point and, and moving forward, it's definitely going to evolve and change. 
but the widgets are very nice. The app library is fantastic. And just yeah. the, the whole experience has really gone from, you know, very stale and kind of oh, this again to, you know, like, okay, this really feels like a fresh modern take on the iPhone without completely blowing up everything that Apple built for the last 10 years. Yeah. yeah I wonder how their onboarding process is going to be where, right. you know, once it's released, they always have a few screens kind of saying, here's what's new. And then there's the tips app that nobody goes into. <laughs> yeah. So you wonder if that here's what's new is going to kind of encourage people to like, Hey, throw a widget on your screen. Cause that's mm -hmm. really all you need to do. Once you, somebody throws a widget on their screen and all their app icons remove around and all that other stuff, then all of a sudden, like the light bulb goes right. off and they go like, well, I can just re remove those apps and they're in the app library, which is this new screen over there they pointed me at. And all this. So yeah, then then you're just off to the races and you just start monkeying around with all your screens. Yeah, totally. Uh, I, I, you know, the first I did, I threw a, wedger, a weather widget or whatever it was and yeah, everything shifted. You're like, oh no. Because <laughs> you have yeah. to like, <laughs> things move onto different pages and you guys, yeah. so like I said, it takes some time. But yeah, you can really set it up to be, you know, just your top, like, you know, three or 10 apps, a couple of widgets and just one screen and really use it as like, kind of like a, like a, like a, a mission control type thing where you don't even have to launch apps. You open it up, open your phone, look at a couple of things and then close it. Yeah. You can have a whole page full of widgets if you want. Yeah. Now that there's widgets that don't have to take up the whole size width of the screen, you can put, you know, some widgets being smaller, mm -hmm. you can put two by, side by side, so you can have a lot of good info there. And they're, right. they're, the ones that they have are, they're very nice. I mean, they're right nice, now, they're all Apple it's, widgets. It's limited to Apple, yeah. Yeah, uh, once the apps are able to publish targeting iOS 14, which usually doesn't come until a couple of weeks before release mm -hmm. or so, then you'll start to see all those widgets too. Right now, if like an app developer wants to use the new widget format, they have to publish a beta and test flight kind of, Mm -hmm. Something like that. So, so you, all your third-party apps that could have cool widgets, they don't, they don't. Right. And <laughs> but I mean, I, I'm I'm sure on day one or closely thereafter, a ton of them will. Oh yeah, especially since the, the widgets are better now. They can surface more yeah. information than before. I really love making a widget stack. That's like my mm -hmm. that's my thing. I can take up one sort of four by two square on my screen for a widget, the medium size. And I just, because everything kind of seems to have a medium size and all the widgets that I like, I kind of put there into a stack and just swipe through them. I yeah. wonder if, um, maybe Jason, you, maybe you know this for having the developer thing. Are, are developers going to be required to make three sizes or can they do just a large one? Or no, in fact, one even or... the Apple ones don't all have three sizes. Um, oh, okay. There's a couple of widgets out there. I forget which ones that don't have the large size. So yes, three sizes available. And it's not just sizes. You can have the same size widget that surfaces different things. So for example, the stocks widget can show your watch list of stocks, but yeah. it can also have a stock for an individual stock. Right. Or the notes can show like your list of notes, but it can also have a single note on there. And editing uh, that stuff is easy. You just press the button, it kind of flips around and you can um, you know, yep. pick, pick and, what you want, how you want it, and then move on. And you can have multiple widgets of the same widget. So yes. if, you want two, if you have two places you go to all the time or family back home and you want two weather widgets, do that. No problem. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's very nice. I, you know, I've long jettisoned the widgets on Android because they were just not, you know, none of them are, they don't match in style. They're, they're you know, they're clunky. They're, they're buggy. 
<laughs> even even the Google ones, you know, I just I don't use them at all. And these are I've I've had my home screen now for you know a week, and I I, I dig it. Yeah, there's almost too much freedom on, in, yeah, on Android no, totally. to do anything it's, with widgets. It's a very good example of that. Yeah, and uh, I wonder how uh, these widgets are going to shake out once we start to see third-party widgets. Are they going to yeah. be mismatched, or has has Apple set up enough guide rails to make sure everything kind of fits? I really hope so. I mean, they they did previously, so I have to assume it's going to be a similar design language where you have to have the the fonts and the spacing yeah. and everything else has to be a certain way for it to be approved. What 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 I I'd like to, and I don't think they can ever actually do this. It would be cool if widgets were independent of apps, where you could search for a widget without oh, necessarily okay. having that app installed. But I don't think that we're ever mm. going to get there. No, because I think the widgets only, they actually pull info from that app. Right. Right. They're, they, um, it's, that's partly a security thing and stuff. So yeah, I think that that's, that's true, but that's okay because that app can just live in your app library where you don't ever see see it. it. That's right. (laughs) So yeah, which most of my apps do now. Yeah. I only have, I think I have 10 visible and yeah, the rest are all hidden. I have two rows and I've been experimenting with letting the Siri suggestions, which is another two rows, exist and just see kind of how good it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's, but that's more of an experiment than something I'm sticking with. Mm-hmm. Have you used the app library much though, Mike? I do because, you know, out of those 10 or so that I use, there's, there's always one, like, for example, I have a Peloton bike. So I use mm-hmm. it like once or twice a week to see what the schedule is. And I don't, so I don't need it on my home screen, but yeah, I swipe over and it's always kind of near the top of one of those stacks because I use it often yeah. enough. And the, the, my only problem with the app library is that it looks like a folder. So I, I I'll, like, I'll tap it to open it and then I'll, I'll open an app because it's not actually a folder. They're just, they're just like little mini icons that, yeah, that takes some uh, getting used to. I think that there's, the app library's function is not necessarily clear. Yeah. Like the way that it, it every grouping, I don't want to call them folders because they're not the same, but every they're grouping. They're not, but they look like they're, they're They're automatic and the categorization is weird. There's some stuff that doesn't go where you yeah. think it will go. I've got the best example I can come up with is Twitter and Reddit are the number one and number two apps in the news category on the app store. But Twitter is in the social block. Reddit is in reference and reading yeah. on the, in the app library. Yeah, that, that doesn't make any sense weird. to me. No that's yeah, you, right. You should both be able social to. social things to me. I don't get it. Yeah. If, even if you can't necessarily edit those, those um, stacks, whatever, for lack of a better word, right. you should be able to at least tell it, hey, listen, put this in here. So it'll, it'll all kind of sort them in, not in the right to do way. That. Yeah, I can understand them not wanting to do that because that's just more stuff for you to fiddle with. But I don't, uh, the way they're automatically grouping doesn't make sense to me. They're not being grouped by the app store category or something. So I just don't, I don't get it. I don't like that they move around the category blocks. That, that is, yeah, because like you kind of remember where something is and then the next time you go in there, it's in a different spot. Sometimes yeah. completely different. So suggestions and recently added are always on top, but all right. the other category groups shift based on how much you use them that just means that they're going to not be where they were last time and that's confusing to me and and to your point i don't think it's clear to people that if it's a big icon you just tap it's just like an icon on your screen you tap it to go into it you long press on it you get the menu 
Right. But the, and then there's four and little, little icons. ones kind of like mini folders inside. The and folder. that's, that's how you open up the group right. and see everything in it. And that's not clear to people. No. So, so I think it still has a little work to do in terms of just being something that operates the way you would just intuitively guess. Yeah. I'm not really even sure how to kind of parse that because I, I visually, I like it, but yeah. um, like kind of like uh, 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 the, the, the efficiency or the, or the, the, the way it, it, it fleshes out and the way it, it, it makes itself known to people is, is going to, it's going to take trial and error basically. Yeah. There needs to be some sort of uh, in the little four square grouping that opens up the folder. There needs to be a different background or something there, maybe a, a line around them, something that makes you go like, Oh, th- these aren't like launching these apps. This opens this whole folder for apps. Or even so, just like know. a, like a, more or something or a plus sign that, sh- that shows you or, or ellipses yeah. that shows you that there's more there exactly there's just yeah it's just not clear and then if that doesn't even exist if there's only four or less things in that group right then you and get another suggest- like suggestions is always or at least it has been on mine it's always four so it's you never four. see six seven or whatever it is yeah. so, yes, but i have a games cat, uh, folder it has four items in it so I have four large icons. There's a large icon where there's normally the group icon. Mm-hmm. So that, and that's just confusing. Like you wouldn't just, a, a regular user just isn't going to look at that and go like, oh, that's, that doesn't open the folder now. That's another icon because I don't, I don't have more than four things. So these are the kind of things that I hope they f- work out for release. There's still a lot of little polished stuff that they need yeah, to do. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure they will. I'm, I'm, I am impressed that we're what July 15th and this feels pretty solid. Like yeah. there's very little bugginess to it. I mean, yeah, like you say, there's things that could use some polish and some, and maybe some, some rethinking, but as far as the stability and the, 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 just the whole system goes, it's, 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 it's good. Yeah. I feel, I felt this way about iOS 12 there when their beta release and people were, were saying, Oh, this is, pretty solid this is mm-hmm. you know little little problems here and there but mostly this is pretty rock solid and i feel yeah. that way now and for something so dramatically different it's it's impressive that um you know apps work things work everything kind of flows nicely what do you guys think of the new siri interface it seems to me like it's an improvement it's lo- a long time coming there's no, no reason that as soon as you say that i'm gonna not turn it on anyone's phone as soon as you say the keyword it, the whole <laughs> screen goes black right that, that's been unnecessary and and every answer doesn't need to come up in a whole full screen and so now a lot of answers come up in a little notification thing and when you say the keyword you get the little siri you get a the little orb or whatever at the bottom of the screen that lets you know it's listening to you right now but doesn't take over the whole screen one of my issues though is that while you can see the whole screen back there you can't interact with it like yeah, that's my issue too. Scroll. It's it, it it may as well take over the whole screen because you you still have to leave what you're doing. And yeah, deal you with can Siri. look at it, but right. you can't scroll or move or anything. And uh, I, I there was an interview with Craig Frederighi. They basically said, "Well, why is that?" And they said, "Oh, you know, we actually tested it where you can scroll. It's just an option. Where we we settled on this because it doesn't confuse people or anything, or they don't accidentally touch the wrong thing." But it's just a setting, and you know, as we're, we're, we'll experiment, we might go back to you being able to interact with the screen underneath it. So it's good to know that it's there's not some weird technical reason or anything. It's just a design mm-hmm. choice. I'd like to see them make it active. I think that little orb on the bottom of the screen is so obvious that I don't think anyone's going to be confused about it. 
Yeah, I agree. I also don't like how the orb is at the bottom and then like the things you need to look at are generally at the top and there's a bit of a disconnect like visually. Yeah. To, well, like, you don't want it to cover up the thing odd. you want to look at. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's still like 80% covered anyway. <laughs> uh, there's also... Um, it's not really Siri, but it sort of is that a lot of the other sort of full screen interface stuff is now small. Like when you get an incoming call, it's yeah, just that, a little notification that's, bar. That's nice. That's been a long time. Like yeah, these things are I, years. The, the call there. thing makes no sense that it took us 13 friggin' 14 versions to get to it is very yeah. odd. But you can yeah, just that's, swipe that's, it up that's, if you nice. want to ignore it. That's yeah. Nice. That's and there's a little, there's a little animation, which is nice. I mean, it, it's, it's a, it's, it's well done. And then, and that one you can interact. It doesn't, it doesn't take you out of what you're doing. So if you're yeah. typing and a call comes in, you don't want it to stop. Yeah, it's just a notification, really. Siri's nice. I mean, it, it, it looks very cool. There's a little animation in the thing. It's 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 very nice. I wish I could. I I wish I didn't have to stop what I was doing. Like it was more of like a flow thing. Yeah. And um, yeah. And the top and the bottom stuff is weird. Like they should. I, I mean, I don't. I don't really even know how to how to how to solve that <laughs> because I think you have to do it that way. Yeah. It's just strange yeah. that I'm looking here and then I'm looking here. Yeah, one of the things I've never liked about Siri is that it always felt like I was using an app to use my phone. Mm -hmm. Does yep. that make yeah. sense? Yeah, that makes when sense. When it should be just be interwoven with the interface, it should right. just be part of the interface. Shouldn't feel like you're using a separate component. Right. Yeah, it, it yeah, feels more like that now. It feels more like it is a component, right. especially since so many of the answers just come in as a little notification card yeah. and don't like, oh, well, now I have to close out of all this to get back to what I was doing. Yeah, I agree. It does feel more part of the system now, but I think Apple can even take it, you know, a little bit further. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Siri has a long ways to go still. When you it it, it is better at like delivering information now. It doesn't automatically send you to the web always, you know, yeah. it, it, it does know more stuff and it, you know, it is getting, but it just feels like baby steps. One of the major components, you know, that everybody uses is the Messages app. Uh, have you guys used a lot of the, any of the new features of Messages? Uh, I haven't tried the inline Messages only because I kind of forgot they were there. Yeah, they yeah. reminded me like an hour ago. <laughs> Some of this stuff is like uh, you need to be talking to someone else who has iOS 14. I was yeah. just about to ask that. That's, yeah. that's also true. Yeah. yeah. So I, I did do the thing where you pin, I pinned a couple of people to the top of my screen which gives them their their own little circle at the top with yeah. you know their picture or their emoji or whatever, you know people who I talk to all the time uh, because I get so many sort of two factor authentication codes mm -hmm. and you know automated delivery requests and all this other stuff that people I talk to get buried. The pinning stuff I have tried and it's been immediately useful. Yeah, and Apple uh, like it, they kind of like prompt you every now and again. The messages app says, "Hey, you know, you talk to these people a lot. Maybe you want to pin them." Oh. Or at least, at least it did on mine. Maybe, maybe because I hadn't done it. it, it it showed me. I think it was three people that I talked to often and and suggested that I pin them to the top of my conversation list. Oh, that's cool. I it never did that to me, but maybe because I went in there and yeah, pinned that, that my be, most frequent people right, right away. Yeah. What do you guys think about picture and picture? Yeah, that yeah. works nicely. You know, it's the same as it is on the iPad. It's, you know, you got to hit that little button and it gives a little window and you can move it around to the corners. Um, it's like most of the things in iOS 14 pretty overdue, but um, works well. You can yeah. swipe it off to the side like you can the iPad if you want to get it out of the way. It, it, it's, it's, it's good. To me, the coolest thing about it is um, it's great for FaceTime. Yes. 
Like I don't really need to like leave a YouTube video running in a tiny little window on my on my iPhone where the screen is already small. Like if I'm going to watch a YouTube video, I'm just going to watch it on my screen. <laughs> um, but but stuff like FaceTime, like if I'm talking to somebody and then I want to just quickly look something up, it, it doesn't become this whole weird multitasking song and dance and stuff. Yeah, it's a it's definitely a good feature. It's one that will just become natural for a lot of people once they realize it's there. It's, it's yep. good. So you're supposed to be able to change the default email and web browser. Have you guys been able to do that? Haven't seen it. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure where the heck it is either. <laughs> I, I, I did I, some digging and I, I don't know. Yeah, there's either it's it, hidden or it's just not live yet. There's definitely nothing in the settings right now. It might be the kind of thing where the browser apps will will request it when you launch them. Yeah. If you launch Chrome, like some so some new version of a browser app, I have to support it. But yeah, even that, even if they do that, you'd think there'd be a something in settings that lets you go back. Yeah, there's gonna have know? to be something that triggers, you know, like a you know a button where you like the um, password manager or the keyboard, yep. or, you know, where you can go in and you can pick the one you want for to be, to be the default. Yeah, I've yeah. I've I have a couple email apps installed on my phone and browsers as well, and I've gotten no indication that that one of them can be used as a default. Yeah. But that could just be something that just hasn't arrived yet, and you know, Apple sometimes announces things and then delays them. That's, yeah, it could be the kind of thing back-end feature. So we'll we see. get in iOS fourteen dot right. two. <laughs> yeah, you know they they got to make sure that's that's right, both for you know both the way it works and also privacy and all the other implications that are that are uh, involved there. Mm -hmm. What about Apple Maps? Yeah, I don't use Apple Maps. <laughs> 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 I, I try use... it every every now and again. I, I launch Apple Maps, and it's 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 definitely gotten better. But I can't speak to the bike stuff or anything like that. I, I, I use it, it. Um, fairly frequently, actually, because it's it's now that the data has rolled out everywhere, it's actually pretty good. Uh, the biggest feature is are these guides where they're working together with like uh, third party companies like Zagat and you know a trails hiking trails, you know. Uh, media company and stuff like that. They're working with they're travel media companies to build guides for certain local uh, major cities and local areas mm -hmm. where, you know, the best pizza, the best takeout, the best hiking trails, uh, uh, landmarks, whatever. They look pretty cool, but they only have San Francisco right now and it's not fully flushed out. So you can go check them out. But uh, the big, the big thing is that if you're not in one of the like eight cities or 10 cities or whatever, they're going to have this in. It's just not that helpful. Yeah. So they really need guides needs to be all over the place. Not, I, I'm sure not every little town, but dozens of cities at least, or it's, just yeah, it's also a travel feature. And, you know, let's face it, no one's traveling right now. Yeah. So, there's a lot yeah. of, there's stuff in those guides that I, if it was in my city and I, I'm not a tourist, I would still use because they're meant to be updated they, they tell you when they were last updated. They're sort of dynamic like that. You can kind of pin them. You can save yeah. one. I, I so use that. I use stuff. like like Yelp for that all the time. Like I'll say, all right, let me see what's new in, you know, where I live as far as restaurants and things that I might not know about. 
Yeah. So it could be a cool feature, but they they're gonna have to crowdsource it. There's no way they can handle the entire world or even the country on just without. Right. The they're they're working with a bunch of um, uh, companies to to do this stuff, and I just I don't know if it's broad enough to, for yeah. them to do. But it's what's going on with the weather app. I have to admit I don't use that app very much because I live in San Francisco and it's either foggy or it's sunny. It, I use it. I I look at weather constantly because I'm like, well, how hot is it going to be? Really, <laughs> is it going to be 90s or is it going to be in the hundreds? Because there's a difference. So, uh, yeah, I check the weather a lot. And then during the winter, it's so rainy um, that I always want to know if it's going to rain or how bad. Um, but yeah, I'm not impressed with the weather changes. Yeah, they're not really there yet. I mean, I don't. No, who knows if, if this is what they're going to do? Then they then iOS. 15 is what we're going to have to wait for because this dark sky integration right now is really just a small little little changes a couple of new a couple of new weather stats um a minute by minute forecast if if it's supposed to rain where you are right but compared to the dark sky app it's 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 nothing yeah, certainly visually they didn't change much. It still yeah. has those big colorful backgrounds. It's still getting a lot of it, it has that Weather Channel logo, so they're still getting a lot of weather from the uh, information right. from the Weather Channel. They're just sort of augmenting it if you're in the US with some dark sky data. Um, Which I mean, and, honestly that would be a very Apple thing to do, to take this great app and just cripple it. And just use it. We're just going to we just bought it for this one specific small yeah. little feature that we're going to put on top of our weather app that we've had for. 20, I mean, Dark Sky years. still exists. You could still download it. Yeah. I don't think it's going away on iPhone. It's going away on Android. What, what's but, funny about Dark Sky is like, it, it popped up on my phone like it, they installed it automatically, and I don't know if it huh? was. I don't know if I hit something. You or, had because I didn't have it on my. I didn't have it on iOS uh, 13 when I did when I updated. And when, okay. I, when I updated iOS 14, all of a sudden it was there. I must have done it on my own, but it, I did notice, like, wait a minute, I didn't install that. Yeah. So maybe maybe I did, and I just didn't Something's realize it because it, it does it doesn't seem like Apple would count that as one of their default apps. No, it's it's but not it's, supposed it's to definitely be yet. there, and you know, <laughs> now that it's there, I use it all the time because it's awesome. <laughs> I I Apple can't, just needs I mean, just 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 take that app and put it into. It, it just rename. Just it. rename it. Just rename it. To, You're done. Because it's so good. There's nothing. Uh, there's nothing. That needs I don't to know what they're going to do. Uh, Dark Sky doesn't really work all over the world where Apple right. needs to be yet. So th- that's one of the things they're going to have to do is sort of integrate. Um, but I just like its interface so much better. Uh, and here in the U.S., it's sort of super local weather predictions and stuff are yeah, great. It's, it's great. Uh, they all. I'm, I'm just waiting for them to get the new widgets. Once there's a new yeah. dark sky widget for iOS 14, then I'll never look at the Apple <laughs> weather again. Yeah, no, it's it's true, and you know, even when I when I when I launch Apple Weather, it's just compared to, it's not just dark sky; it's basically every weather app out there. It's just so basic and limiting that yeah. there's no reason to really open it. And you know, the dark sky thing, I would you know, Apple people were excited, Android people were, were pissed because you know people love dark sky. They you know it's great. Yeah. And Apple really needs to not just do this thing. Like they need to just go all in with this. What else about iOS 14 that kind of caught your eye? You can search emoji now. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like it's 19, uh, you know, 19. It's like it's 2010. <laughs> yeah. There's an emoji search bar. It's, it's great. Yeah, it works well. And it's it's not just like 
when I search an, an emoji in Slack, I often don't get what I want because it just goes for the name. This yeah. is contextual and it's it's just like it is on the Mac. It's 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 great. Yep. It's great. Um, it works well. There's, it's, it's, there's a bunch of little changes to things like uh, the camera app. Yeah. Um, not if you have an iPhone 11, but a lot of sort of the iPhone 11 tweaks to the camera app are coming to like the 10s and stuff and 10R. So that's nice. Um, there's some things like uh, there's some cool accessibility features about seeing uh, headphone volume and being able to set tapping on the back of your phone to a shortcut and stuff like that. You know, it's a lot of a lot of little tweaks like that that are that are pretty impressive. Yeah, all in all, I'm 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 happy with I I the one thing I do well two things. One thing I would like is really some some changes to notifications, particularly coming from Android coming to iOS. I mean, they're mm-hmm. I have issues all over the place, but on Android they're they're <laughs> they're, they're really good. You know, yeah. they're they're contextual, they're smart, they're they're easy to work with. On iOS, they're just a it's, it's a mess. Like they just can't. They're. I don't get. I don't get them. I get them too often. I can't find them. Like it's just. It's not good. I basically just just rely on badges all the time because yeah. the notifications are just. They're, they're just not. They're just not great. And you know, I. I'm sure that's coming down the road. But iOS 14. If you're looking for change, it's the same. And it's yeah, not, it's just not good. It's never bothered me personally because I use them so infrequently. But, but like yeah, sure. Off, but you could. It doesn't have to be that. I turn off badges. Way. I turn off. I, so many notifications in general that I just I don't get more than a handful a day. They could be so much more useful and so much more better than they are. Yeah. more better. That's a good one. More better. So much, so much better <laughs> than, than than they are. And better Apple better. seems to just not be caring about changing them. The the other right. thing I'm it just boggles my mind is just how underwhelming iPad OS fourteen is. I, I put it on on my iPad Pro and it's just like all right, what is like what am I getting here? I can I can write in Safari. The widgets yes. are nicer, but they don't even like it's frustrating because if you're if you're using an iPhone two, you want to move them around and you can't. They're just stuck there. Yeah, they're stuck in there. That you don't have the app library. Like the best features, it's it's almost all just iOS fourteen except a couple of the best features. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, right, right. So. You, you don't get the app library. You don't get the yeah. home screen uh, disappearing, hidden, hiding thing. You don't right. get the movable widgets. You don't get emoji search, which just baffles me to no end. Yeah, like uh, the, why, the, yeah, the, why is the, the new compact stuff is nice and the series nice, but it's just like what is going on? Yeah, it's almost like they yeah. split it so they can make it less than than I <laughs> at this point. <laughs> and all the all the gestures are still just as frustrating as they were. Another another stuff like picture in picture, uh, they've already had. Right on the iPad. So right. why? And th- yeah. that was the other way. Like I kept saying, like, why well, really want this on my iPhone mainly for Face ID? And now we finally have that. So I'm sure in a version or two, there will be this. All the stuff will come to the iPad. But right. you know, right now it's the new hot thing, and everyone's going to be talking about how it's great on the iPhone and just non-existent on the iPad. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, we should just maybe mention that App Clips is something that just really doesn't exist uh, yet. Yes. We're not. That's the other. It's like going to be a big deal, maybe, but we can't. We can't even look at it. Yeah, I mean, that's not. That probably won't even really be much in the way of testing because, like, you need developers to support it, don't you? Yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, even how's it going to work without the the things that you scan? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know if there's going to be any kind of built-in Apple things to do or test yeah. or yeah, I don't know. 
That does it for this week's episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 705. I'd like to thank Jason Cross, Michael Simon, and you, the audience, for tuning in. Thank you very much. You can subscribe to the podcast through Apple Podcasts, through SoundCloud, or on Spotify. If you have a comment or question, you can send us an email at podcast at macworld.com, or you can contact us through Twitter, that's at Macworld, or on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us next week as we talk about the latest news and happenings in the world of Apple. See you next week.